following message is from Narrative Church, a Lutheran church located in Williamson County, Texas. For more information, go to www.narrative.church. Good morning. Great to be with you all this morning as we dive back in to Ephesians. We've made our way through Ephesians to now Ephesians 6. We've talked about all of these different gifts of God, these riches given to us. And in the midst of all of it, it, Paul finishes and sums up all of this by talking about this armor of God. And in the armor of God, he gives us hope. The last 10 to 12 months have brought a lot of hopelessness with them. We've seen a lot of things that happened in 12 months that sometimes take 12 years. And I thought to myself this week, I was like, how do we as Christians prepare for things like this? Well, that's the riches of the armor that God has given to us. Is that God has gifted us with these things. Let's take a second and let's just read through what those gifts are again. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be with able, able to withstand the evil day, and having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. So we see these different pieces of armor. Belt, breastplate, shoes, helmet, shield, sword. And what these all are is is they're gifts from God, these riches for us. That as Paul writes about these things, we should read them as gifts of God for us. That there is so much benefit of what He has given to us. But as we talk about the riches of the gospel, the riches of grace, the riches of the saints, the riches of love, the riches of glory, the enemy will work to assail all of those things. Because in those things we find peace, we find strength, we find hope. But in Ephesians 6, Paul tells us and reminds us that our battle is not with this world. It's not with the things around us. It's easy for us to get lost in that fact, to look at news stories, to look at people, to look at groups and say, my battle is with them. And we start personifying the attacks to people. 
instead of looking and saying, there's an enemy of creation, there's an enemy in this world that seeks to devour, to destroy, and to break apart. That seeks to take our hope and replace it with fear. That seeks to take our peace and replace it with anxiety. And if you don't think he's at work in both the spiritual and the physical world, just look at the issues we have with setting up a live stream audio. Yeah, I got all 15 of your texts. And let me tell you, this week to last week, no changes. Who knows? But I think it's us acknowledging and looking at some of those things. Now, something as silly as audio is goofy. But I remember some wise words from my Uncle Ken, who's a church planter, and he said, the enemy will be in the audio, or was something along those lines. If not, I invented that, but it's based off what he said. And it's those little things that steal our joy, that seem like the be-all, end-all. For me this morning, it was running around trying to figure out, oh, what channels did we boost up? What did we bring down? What, what did we do wrong? It was realizing as soon as I put that helmet on, it was going to be touching my mic and causing issues. But the enemy will take anything and try and make it steal our hope. So maybe it's some audio issues and you're hoping everything's going to work well when everything is frozen over outside. Maybe it's that your kids, as much as you have tried, they just keep acting up and you're in this season where there just seems to be no peace in the household. Maybe it's a longing for friendship and relationship especially right now when you just feel alone. Maybe it's any number of things. A boss at work, the news, family. The enemy is actively working against the riches of grace, the riches of the saints, the riches of love, the riches of glory, the riches of submission. Because what he wants to do is come along and he doesn't even want the riches. He just wants to burn them so you don't have them. There's a, a classic line in uh, The Dark Knight, the, the Batman movie, and uh, the Joker has shown up on the scene. And Bruce Wayne's trying to figure it out and he's talking to Alfred and Alfred tells this story about how when he was in the army, he was chasing down a man while they were in Burma who was just stealing jewels from all these different locales. And as they chased this jewel thief who was destroying things around him, they came across a child who was playing with a giant ruby and, and Alfred in this moment says what we realized was this thief was just taking these and throwing them away. He had no purpose to gain his own riches or anything like that. And the line then is, some men just want to watch the world burn. And we have an adversary who looks at followers of Jesus and he says, it's, I don't even want what you have. I just want to watch you struggle. I want to watch 
your life become turmoil. I want to watch you fall to anxiety and fear. But the good news is that we have a God who has already defeated this enemy, who already knows how he works. And he looks and he says, let me give you a gift. Let me give you armor to protect yourself from these attacks that are coming. Don't look to the world. Don't be fooled by the simple things. Instead, look deeper and realize there's an enemy who wants to take and destroy the riches that I've given you. And so we receive this armor from God. It starts off, and it says this, Stand firm, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. Now think of truth here not as, not as you know, it seems to be in the world today, that it's like, let's give people truth, let's make them understand what is true, but instead to stand fast in who Jesus is. Remember, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So this belt of truth, which holds everything together, is the truth of who Jesus is, that we stand firm in Him. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness. This is, I love this idea because this breastplate idea, so it's you know the, what covers and protects your torso. And so often I thought about this outside of who Jesus was. Then I would read these scriptures and go, okay, I need this armor. But if we look at this armor in light of Jesus and who he is, it's so much more exciting because, right, the breastplate protects us. And there's actually a place where we hear about the robe of righteousness that is given to us by Jesus that he covers us. So the same thing, that breastplate of righteousness is not our own righteousness, but it is the righteousness given to us by Jesus. That breastplate that protects us vitally, it is His gift, His righteousness for us, not our own righteousness. Right? Because how great would be the breastplate that we would forge out of our own righteousness, it would be brittle, it would crumble, it would fall apart. But if it is the righteousness of Jesus for us, it is impenetrable. And it can't be gotten through. Words, guys. Tough. Unbreakable. Let's keep going here. And as for shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I shared with some friends this last week, I saw a counselor, um, a therapist uh, post on social media, and she was talking about how uh, you may think you struggle with procrastination, but what she did was she linked it to a fear of failure. And I just thought, I was like, I've been seen. She's looking into my soul. And as I read that and saw that, I realized this is what these shoes, the, the readiness of the gospel, is we don't have to fear. We don't have to slow down. We can go out and be ready to work. We don't have to procrastinate for a fear of what the gospel will do in the world because it's not ours. It is Jesus to us. 
And so we put on those shoes to be ready to go. Right? Think about right now. You're not going outside without a good pair of shoes on. So when Paul writes and says, fasten those shoes on, he's saying, be ready. The gospel of peace is with you. You don't have to worry about being ready. These shoes are already there. They are yours. Paul continues. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. So as Paul writes this, Roman soldiers before battle would actually take and dip their shields and soak them in water so if flaming arrows hit them, they would be extinguished. That there would be some kind of leather or other cloth that they might cover or put on their shields front or back that when that hit, the water would extinguish those flaming arrows. And so in the same way, the shield of faith, which is a gift to us, Faith alone extinguishes those arrows. Again, here is this baptismal language. That our faith would be dipped in water. That when those flaming arrows come, it puts them out. Next is take the helmet of salvation. I, I, I don't know if I can explain it better than I did in our message to the kids this morning. How often do we sit and question how good of a person we are? Or maybe it's the, the moments where we wake up and we feel those decisions that we made long ago or mistakes that we've made recently or anything in between, and we go, how could it possibly be me? In that moment, the enemy is trying to steal our identity and change who we are and say, you're right, you aren't worthy. When we put on that helmet of salvation, it is the knowledge that, yes, even though we weren't worthy, salvation is ours because of Jesus, and that cannot change. That is a gift to us that as we put on this helmet, it protects that knowledge inside of us that, that is a deep change of who we are. That we belong to Jesus and there is nothing that can change that. And then the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The offensive weapon, everything else is defensive. It is given to us by the Lord to protect us, to keep us safe, to ward off the attacks of the enemies. But then he gives us a weapon to fight back. When we encourage you to be in Scripture, it's not just because we want you to check off, you know, how do I be a good Christian, and here it is. No, we, we believe that it is the offensive weapon given to us as we fight these battles. That as we look at our lives, we believe that that Scripture gives us what we need for daily life. Paul will finish by saying, and be in prayer. Continue to pray at all times. 
it's been amazing to me over the past couple weeks to see as I've invited some friends and family to be praying for me for certain things, to see the response that God has given me. Some of them are answers to prayer. Some of them are just simply seeing how he's working, even if I don't have an answer yet. Prayer is a chance for us to return to God and who he is over and over and over again, that he would change our hearts and we would come to him and ask to see him at work in the world. I think it's an incredible gift for us to have. We wrap up this series on riches, knowing that the enemy seeks to take them all away. But that God, as the giver of every good gift, says, all right, here you go. Here's this armor. Be fastened together by the truth that Jesus is for you. Let His righteousness cover you and protect you. You don't have to do anything for His love. It is done. Wear that helmet of salvation. Live in the knowledge and identity that you belong to Jesus. Keep hold of that shield of faith that when the arrows come, Though you may not have every answer, you may not know exactly how things are going to work out, that you hold tight to the faith that has been given to you. Use that sword in your life. Pull out your Bible daily, weekly, monthly. Get in a good rhythm of being in the Word of God. And remember that you're not some mannequin in a museum. You're not the suit of armor in a mansion. But you are a member of the family of God and so fastened to your feet are shoes in which you go out into the world with the readiness of the gospel. Because you have a hope that you can give to other people. That you can love God and love your neighbors wherever you go, because you have been suited not to sit on the couch, not to simply be a piece in a museum, but to be living and active in the world around us. Many things may change around us. Many things may be different, but the Lord is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So he gives us this gift of the armor, knowing that there is battle raging around us. While the war may be won, there are these skirmishes still happening where the enemy is seeking to steal our joy, to watch the world burn, to replace hope with hopelessness. But we stand up because of who Jesus is, not because of who we are. And we are protected by His armor. And we go out in the world to take that hope to others. Let's pray. Lord, for the fear and anxiety that's on our hearts, for the things that try to steal our joy, for the many things that draw our eyes from you, let us lean in to your word. Let us lean into who you are. Lord, armor us up protect us from the enemy, from this present darkness that seeks to give us hopelessness, 
and let us find hope in you. Protect us and watch over us. In your Son, Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.